0: Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We share our stories to encourage and equip each other to live out our faith in Jesus. We are so glad you're here. Merry Christmas. We're really glad that you've joined us for our third episode in our Encouraged and Equipped Advent series.
1: Today, we're talking about love. We would love for you to join our discussion by accessing our Advent devotional guide. If you're joining us on YouTube, there's a link in the description that will pull the PDF for that Advent devotion. And if you're joining us on Apple or Spotify, the devotion is right there in the show notes. In this episode, Virginia
0: Durnell and Krupa Patel join Camille to talk about love. Here's their conversation.
1: Merry Christmas! We're so excited to come and talk to you today about Advent. We are doing a four-part series on Advent, and today I've got two friends, Virginia and Krupa, who are here to talk about love and the love that we see at Advent, and we're very excited about it. Before we start, I'd like for you to know just a little bit more about our guests. So I have Virginia with me, and one thing you should know about Virginia is that she taught me everything I've ever needed to know about line dancing. And (laughs) I got to have a front row seat every Thursday night of my college career learning how to line dance from Virginia at Billy Bob's. Priorities. I know. It was such a great joy for me. (laughs) So if you ever need advice on how to line dance, you know who to ask. I also have Krupa with me. And one thing that I learned this summer is that Krupa knows the recipe for my new summer obsession, which is
2: Faluda. I do. Did I say it right? We call it Faluda, but okay. different dialects say it differently. Yeah. So it just depends.
1: It is the most delicious and refreshing thing I've ever eaten in the summertime. Oh yeah. It's like my favorite snack. My mom I had my mom make it right after you mm-hmm. told me that you
2: were going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't
1: make it, just to be clear. I don't want to take credit for that because I probably would mess it up, but Kristen did a great job making
2: it. It's like fr- rose water. Rose water, ice cream. Oh. You could add different things to it, like dried mm-hmm. fruit, nuts. Mm-hmm. Pistachios. Whatnot. Pistachios. So mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds delicious. <clears throat> it's it really is. good. You
1: should try it and then you'll love it. Mm-hmm. And okay. you will thank Krupa for
2: <laughs> emboldening Kristen to make it for me. So I can share it with it's so good. It's so good.
1: Yeah, it was really good. So, we're going to start talking about Advent in just a moment. But one thing we like to do on our podcast is to
2: ask, what is something small that's brought you joy recently? Something small. I have just really enjoyed playing ping pong at work recently. <gasps> I um, love we ping pong. have like a weekly tournament that goes on that you can like opt into or opt out of and there's like a light version that I compete in and then (laughs) there's like the one for the big boys that I don't compete (laughs) competitive (laughs) yeah that's not for me but um it's a lot of fun to get to play and get a little break during the day and also get to meet new people at work that way because you're just you know cycling through a ton of people so it's been so fun that's really fun. That's hmm. So much fun.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to play ping pong at work. <laughs> too, but I don't want to play with the big boys. So I want to play <laughs> in the light the version. Boy, yeah. Real casual, mm-hmm. casual ping pong. Um, yesterday, my middle daughter um, competed in her last cross country meet of the season. Aww. And it's just her first time ever playing before, um, not playing running before mm,
1: i was with you though okay thank yeah. you for
0: tracking mm-hmm. and um tracking
1: i'm sorry tracking
0: <laughs> 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 um and we challenged her to make it into the top 10 uh top 10 racers for her age group and she did it yesterday oh my she goodness. Ran super hard that's and, so exciting um, and placed and so i um, am a very competitive person and mm-hmm. um love just about any sport. Um, And so it brings me really a lot of joy, Mm -hmm. A, to see my kids uh, participating and competing. um, But she was so happy and joyful yesterday. So it brought me a lot of joy to see her
1: succeed. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's a really sweet little joy. And that's Mm -hmm. not little because it almost made me cry. (laughs) That's so exciting. It was. It was really exciting. That's good. Well, let's talk about Advent. Um, I know that um, Advent can be a really busy season, and preparing for the holidays can become overwhelming at times. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I have never really stopped to consider love at Advent. I mean, we talk about you know the love of God; He sent His Son. But um, it takes a lot of intention, I think, to really sit back and focus on how love impacts us at Christmas time. So when you think about the Christmas story, um, where do you see love in that story, and how does that help you to worship or prepare your heart for Christmas?
0: Well, I mean, I think, I, I mean, the whole Advent story is focused around love. I mean, because God has given His Son to us, and the whole purpose for it is because he loves us so much, um that he's sending him for us. And mm-hmm. so, I kind of feel like the whole advent story actually revolves around it. But I also think in that same sense, it kind of gets lost in the mix because that's such a broad statement that everybody knows that mm-hmm. um, that we think of when it comes to uh, Christmas and Christ's birth uh, that it almost gets lost in it that yeah. we don't focus as much on it um, just because it's everything that you think somebody actually already knows,
1: mm. you mm-hmm.
2: know? Yeah. I yeah. agree. Definitely. Um Something that I have always loved about the Christmas story um, is in Luke when the angel Gabriel comes down and um, appears to Mary and you know is basically letting Mary know what's about to happen, um, that she's about to conceive um, the Son of Man and mm-hmm. um, what that means and whatnot. And um, her response specifically, I think scripture says that she rejoices mm-hmm. um, as a response to that. And I am just like... So shocked by that, <laughs> yeah, I feel like her response is so neat because I think it really displays her um just love for the Lord and her like mm-hmm. desire to please the lord um and it's so neat to see that relationship there, but also um something that I feel like I definitely need to be challenged in um Mostly because it's, I mean, to think about it, right, it's like such a, something like that is like a huge inconvenience. I think right. about my <laughs> own life. And if yeah. someone came down and said that to me, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I would be rejoicing. I would just be thinking about my life and all the things that I need to do and, um, you know, whatnot. And so I don't know that my first response when the Lord calls me to hard things or challenging things is mm-hmm. always um, to rejoice. But I think that really displays like her love um, and dependence on the Lord. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you on that. I, I think it's easy to again like you were saying, Virginia, for it to get lost in the message because I know I'm guilty of this. I only think about Mary's response at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But how often at Christmas time am I faced with like a life altering circumstance like that? Usually it's not at Christmas, it's sometime right else during the yep. year. But what an amazing gift to be able to look back on that and be reminded well, this wasn't just Christmas time for Mary. Like, mm-hmm. it was, that was her right. life. Mm-hmm. And her response in obedience and love for the Lord um, can be inspiring to me, not just in the Christmas story, but in yep. my life in general. Yeah. I love that. What, um, what about Advent or Christmas time in general holidays can be difficult for us when we consider
0: love? Um, I think... Uh It's a blessing, but it can also be difficult just thinking about um, family interactions Mm -hmm. um, during the holiday season. Um, I know personally for me, uh, my family would all consider themselves uh, believers, Mm -hmm. um, but majority of them are actually not walking with Christ. And so um, I think sometimes it's hard to... um, to be around those people that are not thinking the same way that you're thinking about, um, Advent and Christmas and, um, and sometimes it's hard to love those people. Well, Mm -hmm. um, during that season. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think too, like even thinking about how we are loving the Lord. Well, like when we're surrounded by family, especially when our family, we're not walking with the Lord or people who are close to us. It can be um, a challenge for me to know how do I honor the Lord in my interactions with them in those times. Um, so, so it's an added challenge, I think, to not only like love the Lord well, but also to love our family well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be difficult.
2: Yeah, mine's a bit similar too, but in almost a little bit of a different light. Mm-hmm. My family, they're not believers. And so the Christmas time can just be challenging to love them. Um, just because I feel like some of the differences between our faiths are more just highlighted and um, emphasized during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas time looks really, really different for them um, now compared to what it looks like for me. And so I think just like as I've gotten older and grown more in my faith, um, especially apart from, this, from what they believe, um, I think it's been a little bit trickier to navigate that and sometimes feels lonely as, you know, friends go back home for the, the holidays and whatnot. And, um, yeah, and so I, of course, love to get the extra time with my family during the holidays because mm-hmm. everybody has... What seems like just a couple, you know, a couple days off here and there and whatnot, um, but definitely a, a challenging time to know how to love them well through that, through our differences, but then also point them back to the gospel mm-hmm. and use that as a time to really, really emphasize the gospel to them.
1: Yeah. Have either of you had an experience where you've been able to really demonstrate the love of God at Christmas time with your families um, in a way that points back to who Christ is as our Savior?
0: Um, the first thing that comes to mind is, um, is something my kids do and that we do as a family, um, during the Advent season, we have a Jesse tree. Mm -hmm. And so my kids are, we read scripture every night and, um, then they hang the ornament on the tree or whatever. Um, and it's not a very, I say, obvious or. Necessarily a bold way mm-hmm. uh, to share Jesus with them and and our beliefs in that uh, that time of year, but I think it's something that we also have not shied away with uh, or away from. Um, so when our family is in town, that's still something where we continue to do, and okay. um, thankfully they're open to sit down and mm-hmm. you know let my kids read it to them or whatever, and so although it's not a huge way to um like boldly share the gospel with them and um really why we're celebrating Christmas but it also um i think it's something that they listen to it's softer and um a gentle way to mm-hmm. kind of share Jesus with them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's a that's a really encouraging thing to hear too i think for me because I think I can minimize the impact that those smaller, like more everyday things can have in the life of somebody that we have no idea is really paying attention or that the Holy Spirit is working in their heart and we just don't know it. Um, So that's really encouraging to hear that, to keep those things up
2: as we go throughout the years. What about you, Krupa? Yeah, I think that that time of the year just allows for so many opportunities for conversations with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, you know, one of those things. And I think usually during that time, I've just, I feel like gets a little bit busy with extra serving opportunities at the church or different Mm -hmm. things that are going around. Um, So, you know, that definitely is an area where I think the Lord works a lot um, during that season, but also just, you know, in hand with how that goes with my family is they just get to see a little bit more of that Mm -hmm. and get to see how my life looks different now that I'm following the Lord and why this season is so special to me. And, Mm -hmm. um, just like I said, more opportunities for conversations, which is always just something to be thankful for. I think, um, you know, with those differences that come out and whatnot, I just think those are always little kind of nuggets to get to capitalize on and Mm -hmm. get to take advantage of. And, um, bring on conversations that maybe we wouldn't have at other times of the year.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good to cap to think about it in that term of like really capitalizing on the time you do have. Mm -hmm. It is a, it's such a gift. I think even when we don't, um, I know for me, I don't have the right attitude going into the holidays sometimes if I know I'm spending a lot of time with people who are close to me or my family. Um, so remembering that it is a gift Mm -hmm. that's intended to be used by the Lord for his glory. Mm -hmm. And um, I think coming back to the idea of God didn't create Advent for us to celebrate Advent. Like he sent his son to rescue us as an act of love. And because of that, we've set up this idea of remembering what he's done so Mm -hmm. that we can be motivated by it. Um, What about love inspires you to interact with others around the holidays? Um, and by that, I mean, like, as you're thinking about the idea of love and God loving us so much that he sent his son and Jesus loving us so much that he died on the cross for us, like, what about that inspires you to really um, desire to love others well? And it could be anybody, your family or your friends, or even just um Taking the time to invest in a relationship or um,
0: reach out to somebody that you know might be hurting at the holidays? Um, I mean, he teaches us to love like him. And that's what, so if we really look at how well he loves us, I feel like, and in the depth of his love for us, um, I think if you really focus on that, you can't deny the fact that. the depth that we need to love others mm-hmm. and um and I think the holiday time obviously I think we we probably focus on that more um but I think it's something that obviously we need to focus on year round also mm-hmm. um but I think if you think about the actual love that he's shown us at the, during the advent season mm-hmm. um And how we are supposed to love like Him, I think that should be an outpouring from our hearts, Um, Mm. just like He's outpoured it on us.
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know you mentioned this season sometimes being, you know, a harder season for some than than others. And so I think it's a good... great opportunity to get to love on our friends that I know that I really struggle with a bit of loneliness during that season just like I said with my family not being believers and friends being away for holidays and whatnot but um I have just like seen how much my church family loves me so well during that season and invites me to celebrate Mm -hmm. and worship with them and serve with them in whatever ways. And so my Christmas season looks so different now, Um, of course, now that I'm walking with the Lord, but even more different as I've grown um, and get to know more believers and so um, a little bit opposite of the question that you asked, yeah. Jeff, um, what can I do <laughs> I to love, love others? But yeah. I hope that this encourages others to to yeah. love other people because I think people have loved me really, really well during the season. Mm-hmm. That is a good question.
1: I think I can ask. I'm going to ask it and then I'm <laughs> going to answer it and then I'll give you guys a chance to answer <laughs> it too. Um, but yes, how have you seen love demonstrated like in your own life mm-hmm. at the Christmas season? Um, and I'll start. I... Um, I can remember a Christmas when I just had really bad expectations. Like I had set the expectations really high and they were not met and that was my own fault. And um, I had a friend who was very, very patient with like walking me through that season and she very gently and lovingly said to me, you really... Brought this on yourself. <laughs> not using those words, obviously, but that was the gist of it is that I had really not focused my heart on the Lord and um, had blown things way out of proportion. And um, it was so, um, so reassuring to know that, like, what a great friend to be able to point me back to the truth of, like, God has given you so much more mm-hmm. than you could have ever asked or expected. And not just. In the fact that I have a good friend, but in the fact that I have a savior that wants to be with me despite my <laughs> ignorance of his goodness in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can remember that time being a, a time when I was like overwhelmed at her ability to love me while well when I was being a brat That's what it boiled down <laughs> to. So what about you? Have there been a time when you've experienced a good amount of love? An p- outpouring of love at Christmas time.
2: Yeah, I feel like I, I mean, I can't say every year. I I became a believer when I was eighteen. I'm mm-hmm. um, twenty four now, so there's been a few quick Christmases that yeah. have passed in between now. Um, but it's so cool to see that um, you know, even through my college years, people were always inviting me to their homes to have. Mm-hmm. Um, a meal with them or inviting me to church so that I can sit with people at church. Because I know, especially on Christmas, it's so strange oh, yeah. because everybody comes with their, I mean, strange to me, comes yeah. with their yeah. family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, versus like a, maybe like a converged service on a random Sunday. Yeah. I can like sit with my friends or there's people I know and it's a little bit more casual. And so um, just even having people that I know that invite me to come sit with them, I think it goes a really long way. Yeah. And so maybe not necessarily one story of love, um, from one particular Christmas, but I—I I mean, it really does look night and day different for me what the season looks like now that I know the Lord. And mm-hmm. um, I think my friends and family here at the church um, just do a really good job at loving me well in a season that could feel really lonely or um, really sad for other reasons. But um, they make it exciting, mm-hmm. an opportunity to serve, or an opportunity to engage with more community and just be worshipful. And so mm-hmm. I think you know that's just a really sweet part of the season. Yeah. Um I was trying to think back. I'm slightly older.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> just turned 42. Um and I was trying to think back on specific times where um I really uh felt loved and mm-hmm. um cared for during um the advent season and um the most recent I think would be uh, two years ago. I lost my mom two years ago um, and in October and um, she was one of my best friends. And so um, the first Christmas without her was hard. Um, It was really hard. Um, But I really um, got to see Honestly, like my kids rallied around me because they knew it was hard um for mom. And I think my husband had even kind of prepped them before, like, hey, this might be really hard for mommy. Um and um but because he had kind of prepared them for it and um, you know, children are hard, but they also have really tender, sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to feel a lot of their love. Um during that Christmas in particular, um, which was just sweet and sweet, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, innocent kiddo love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. that's it was really sweet. That's a really, a really gracious gift to be able to have a Christmas like yes. that. Yeah. When you really <laughs> it were not it, expecting know? it, I'm yeah. sure.
0: Oh, no, not at all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. I love that. Um, I love that we get to focus on the fact that um, – we have a God who loves us so deeply, knowing that our sin was so great that we needed a savior, and He loved his son and sent his son and um thinking about the love of a father that is so pure and perfect that he would not only sacrifice his only son for us um, but um, send a son who would relate to us in that right. um that at Christmas time, when things are difficult, when we've lost somebody, um, we have, we worship a savior who came as, who grew up to be a man of sorrows and could be well acquainted with our grief. And that's the savior that we get to worship because God loved us enough to send him. Um, and I think it can get lost in the shuffle of busyness and preparing and serving and doing all the Mm -hmm. things of Christmas. Um, So I'm glad we get to come together and focus on um, remembering God's love to us in those times. Um, As we close our time, I don't want to close our time because I love talking about Advent (laughs) and I love talking about love. Um, But are there any last thoughts or encouragements that you would want to share with our listeners? Anything that you haven't thought of before or anything that you know would be... Um, a good encouragement to somebody as they prepare their hearts for Advent.
2: I think Christmas time is a really neat time um, that we even get to have conversations like these, where we talk about these kind of attributes of what the gospel story is and what the Christmas story means and how that demonstrates love. But I think just a little, you know reminder or encouragement that this um love that the Lord has extended to us um extends to us beyond the Christmas season and mm-hmm. it's something that we can remember daily um cling to daily and then also act out of daily um mm-hmm. in loving the Lord and responding to him but also loving the people around us.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's something that's going to challenge me I think for the rest of this Christmas season. For a long time, but <laughs> 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 but I think it's wise to I, like you're saying to start preparing. Like Christmas is going to be over. Yep, you know on December twenty sixth quickly. Yeah, and then we've got like a whole other year before it comes yep. around again. Um, so that's one thing I think I'm going to focus on and trying to ask the Lord to allow me to hold on to the things that need to be held on to mm. after Christmas is over. Like you started talking about Mary at the beginning of this conversation and that's stuck with me. So I think that's probably something I'm going to think about <laughs> over the
0: next few months. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of just think, um, I know I personally want to just focus on um, loving others well and thinking of ways that we can um, serve others that is going to, to reflect Christ this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, we kind of talked about the busyness and I feel like I feel the strain of that so quickly yeah. um, in the Advent season. And um, I think I tend to get caught up in that very quickly. Um, and I think a lot of the focus ends up turning to me and myself and my wants and needs and, um, instead of, uh, serving others and just focusing on Christ. And so, um, I think it's a challenge to me and I'm sure to lots of women out there, mm-hmm. um, to kind of, um, be still and, and re acquaint yourself with, um, where our heart needs to be, needs to be focused. And um, how we can serve and love others um, like Jesus.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and chatting with me about Advent and love and all the wonderful things that we get to celebrate <laughs> at Christmas time. Um, I'm going to pray to close our time, but I'm really grateful for both of you. Thanks. Um, Lord, we're so um, humbled that you came. Um you came as Emmanuel, God, with us um, to dwell with us um, and to rescue us from our sin. Um, this Christmas season, I pray that um, we would be women who desire to know you first and to love um, the people that you put in our lives well. Um, I ask that we would love people out of um, an act of obedience because you have loved us perfectly. Um, and I pray that that would be our motivation in um, sharing your love with um, with others and our motivation in worshiping you as not only our Prince of Peace and our, um, our infant Savior, but as our risen King, um, and that it would be a reminder to us throughout this year um, of the great love that you have poured out on us as your children. And we ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen.